Hi, I'm Chris Neeland, host of the new podcast, Cult Brand Secrets, brought to you by The Gathering and Evergreen Podcasts. The Gathering is a Forbes top-rated business summit and a masterclass for brand and business leaders hoping to reap the benefits of cult-like adoration. Every year, The Gathering brings together disruptors from around the globe to learn from and to celebrate the leaders behind some of the most iconic brands in the world, like Marvel, Skittles, Beats by Dre, Yeti, and the Dallas Cowboys. For the first time ever, this podcast will give you access to some of the exclusive business leader learnings from The Gathering's past events. On our free version, you can hear short excerpts from these presentations in your favorite podcast app. For access to full episodes, visit cultbrandsecrets.com and subscribe to Premium. Birthed in 2008 as this viable alternative to music piracy, Spotify has always had properly compensating the creators of music as part of its core ethos. And it's clear that the founders of Spotify love music and that they build a company that sells subscriptions to people who also love music. But that's not all. They exist as a means of supporting people who create the music. While the business of Spotify, how they raised capital, they made strategic partnerships, they played and adjusted with their pricing model, all of that is its own masterclass for any startup or new business founder. Today's podcast will really focus on Spotify's marketing and their creative strategy, how they became this beloved cult brand. Alex is gonna share several examples of how their marketing worked within their product and with data to create greater fan engagement. All too often, marketers think of themselves as just communicators, when in reality, the best marketing is associated with product development and the user experience. Spotify certainly runs several clever ad campaigns, as Alex is gonna share with you, but their true brilliance is creating features and offerings within their tool that allowed them to go viral to make people want to delete the other music apps on their phone and to consolidate all of their music behavior onto Spotify. This short episode features some of our favorite excerpts from Alex's 40-minute presentation at The Gathering 2020. To hear more about Alex and some of Spotify's most ingenious and unique campaigns, check out Cult Brand Secrets Premium. By subscribing to our premium plan, you'll gain access to full presentations by the most well-known brands in the world, all from the gathering's past events. Learn more at cultbrandsecrets.com. Hi, everyone. Thank you for the warm welcome. It's so exciting to be here. Hey, some of my team are here, and I told you to go to the Harlem Globetrotters one. You've seen this work. You hear me talk all the time. What are you doing? Uh, it's funny, I was actually looking at the website because I, I want to see as many talks as possible. And I saw that I was scheduled at the same time as the Harlem Globetrotters. And my first thought was, oh, I really wanted to see that one. And my next thought was, well, at least I'll have an empty room. So I'm not, there's nothing to be nervous about. But you showed up, you came. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's inspiring to be here in this beautiful place. It's inspiring to be in a room full of like-minded marketers, brand builders, intelligent, passionate people. Um, and I had to figure out what story I wanted to tell today when I had this opportunity. And, and we do a lot as a brand and a lot as marketers. We're passionate about social impact. We do brand campaigns. We market the premium offering. You know, we uh, do a lot of work with artists. 
But I decided that I wanted to tell a story about data storytelling. And that's not because we're the only brand that does it. A lot of brands get creative with data. But I think we're a little bit unique in that the way um, we've worked with data has really helped define our brand and helped us find our voice. And it always is a journey. And today I'm going to talk about some of the work we've done over the years, specifically around data. I'm hoping there's a lot of Spotify sort of users in the room, but a lot of them will say, how come my Discover Weekly knows me so well? Or how come these playlists are just so intuitively? And how come they always know the new song to service up? Like, Data is really core to our platform. It's core to a lot of our even decision-making process in terms of where we place our bets and what we do. Yeah, I would say that we are just like, you know, one small example of how core and key data has been to Spotify's success. I'm going to start it back in 2014. I was actually on, on the agency side at that time working with Spotify. And they said, look, we have all this user data. We thought it could be cool to do some kind of app or website where people could relive the, the year of listening they'd had. And we're like, that sounds amazing. And so we built out this sort of online tool where you could find out your top genres, your top artists, what, what you listen to every season, how many minutes you listened. And we had a good feeling that people would care, that this would be exciting. And sure enough, back then, that these were big numbers. Over 5 million people used it. What we didn't realize is how much they would share. We built in these shareable snapshots of your music listening that you could put out on Twitter or on Facebook. And over a million people decided to share them. And they had a very personal reaction to their data. It was sort of like, oh my God, don't judge me. This is really embarrassing. Or look how incredible my taste is. Or don't blame me for that one artist. I, I had a really bad boyfriend at that time and he was always using my Spotify and playing it. It was a very personal sort of connection that people had. It also tipped us off on something. Spotify's growth had all been about word of mouth. It was all people going, this Spotify app's really, really cool. I'm sure a lot of people in this room know that challenge. It's amazing if word of mouth is growing your business, but you can't rely on it alone. And how do you scale that? Suddenly we thought we had something. How do we allow people to share their data and scale that word of mouth to a much broader audience? So a few months later, we launched another digital experience called Taste Rewind. I like to think of it as a time machine. And what it essentially did is it looked at your taste and the music you listen to today, and then it took you on a journey to show what you would be listening to if you were living in another decade. And each of these were created as like personalized music posters, a festival of you that you could share out. And each one came with a playlist, therefore bringing more use on the platform. Fast forward two months later, and we brought out Found Them First based on a very simple insight. We all know that person who's like, oh, I was into that band before anybody else. Yeah. Oh, them, oh yeah, I mean, now they're totally played out. Like everyone knows about them, but you know, I was into their early stuff. We realized that we were the first company with our data that could actually prove it and give you true bragging rights. I called it the Hipster Olympics because that's exactly what it was. <laughs> So people could connect, they would go in, and we really made it a hard threshold. And they would find out how many artists, so they had like the number, the bragging thing that they could put out. And then they would then be introduced to each artist, they'd be told if they're in the top percentile. And then they could even connect with that artist on Twitter and tell them, I was into you before everyone else. And then the artists started to demand that we would upload videos thanking their fans. Suddenly data was making really meaningful connections that couldn't exist before. But what I would say is it's not even limited to our own data. And, and what I did want to talk about is it's not just how we've used our data, but how data helped us to find our voice. Sometimes it's just about finding maybe a data-based insight. Building a brand and, and marketing, it's, it's a huge amount of risk. It's a huge amount of intuition. It's very easy to try to stay on safe footing, and we see it in our industry all the time. 
I think that we're here because we all share the same mentality that that's not the best way. And I'm so happy to be with like-minded people. If I was to leave you with one thought coming out of today is let's not take the safe route. Let's not stay on safe footing. Let's learn from each other's mistakes. Let's celebrate each other's successes and let's stumble together. Um, thank you very much. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Man, Alex is a stud. I think, you know, he was voted as the People's Choice Award winner because of this combination of the respect that we have for Spotify's success, particularly over such a short period of time in such a crowded music space, but also because of just a ton of adoration for Alex personally, his humility and, uh, you know, sort of his appealing presentation style. As is almost always the case, cult brand leaders are genuinely good people. They're well-intentioned, they're kind, they're generous, they're thoughtful, and they're very approachable. And Alex is all of that and more. So as you listen to him speak, I hope that you really appreciate that Spotify went against the 800-pound gorilla in the form of iTunes and Apple Music. You know, I don't know many startups who would want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Apple, arguably the greatest cult brand on the planet. And, you know, today, Spotify's biggest competitive threats are coming not just from Apple, but also Google and Amazon, both terrifying in their own rights. But Spotify is masterfully marketing itself and they own this niche and they have smartly expanded their category and their space to become the world's most popular audio streaming subscription service. They have over 320 million users across 92 markets. They are the biggest force to be reckoned with when it comes to the streaming music game. So I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. That wraps up this episode with Spotify. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Gathering Podcast, where we're going to feature another remarkable brand and another remarkable brand leader. I hope you enjoyed these curated parts from Alex's presentation. I highly recommend listening to the complete episode by subscribing to Cult Brand Secrets Premium. Subscribe today and you'll receive our special early bird pricing, available only for a limited time. Subscribe or learn more at cultbrandsecrets.com. Once again, this is your host, Chris Neeland, and you've been listening to Cult Brand Secrets, where we explore the great speakers and insights shared at The Gathering, a Forbes top-rated business summit. Learn more about The Gathering at cultgathering.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review us on your podcast app. It really helps. Cult Brand Secrets is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Learn more about our podcasts at evergreenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Connor Standish and Laura Winter for their assistance in making this podcast possible. 
Also, I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, William Pritz, as well as executive producers, David Moss and Bridget Coyne. I'm your host, Chris Nealon. Thanks for listening. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.